This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. We're going to start with the Mets. I know, Cody, uh, you were on uh, part of that game. I'm going to go Mets money line to win today. Back in Marcus Stroman. I think their bullpen will find a way to close it. I'll go Mets money line to start against Cincinnati. Field back. And he's ready for his pitch, but he flies it out to deep left field. Back goes Winker near the wall. And it's out of here. Dom Smith with an opposite field grand slam. Oh, boy, was he ready. Second career grand slam for Dom. His 11th home run of the year, and it's 5 to nothing, New York. From BetQL. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker, a lot to get to. Our buddy Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL Insider later on. Training camps are open. College football is changing again. Giannis is ordering 50 nuggets. We got a lot We got a lot to get into. Cody, how are you doing this morning? You know, I love the Mets clip that we just opened up with because, yes, I was very excited because we both picked the Mets. We definitely thought they were going to win that ball game, and they did handedly 7-0 really good. But I went to sleep last night thinking I had three more wins in the bank, and I woke up this morning at 4.45, drank my coffee, checked out the scores, and spat out my coffee. What the hell happened? Three of my picks all blew it from the seventh inning on, and what the Dodgers did was unforgivable. How could you do that to me, Kenley Jansen? Yeah, you know, let's get to the headlines here. We'll start with that in San Francisco, in uh, Los Angeles last night. So two nights ago, we had the Giants leading, and boom, Will Smith walk off home run. So the Dodgers closed to within one of first place. They had a chance last night, Cody, and I stayed up late on the East Coast to watch this. I'm like, oh boy. Dodgers going to take control, and then, well, let's get to today's headlines. Everything changed. Time for today's headlines. That ball is hit high and deep. Left field. It's on its way. Adios, Pelota! What a moment for Wilmer Flores, and what a way to get his first ever hit against Kenley Jansen. He was all for his career against Kenley. And then, wow, three to two Giants. Boom, home run. The Giants add one more uh, as the Dodgers walked a bunch of hitters and uh, they let another run in uh, later that inning. But the Giants win that one four to two, Cody, last night. Wilmer Flores' 100th career home run, and it was a uh, an exclamation point. So that they, like, it's amazing. Three games in the series. Giants win the first one, and then it's basically the same game, but flipped. With the second, you know, third, second and third game in the series, Flores last night over Jansen. And you hear that? They were booing Kenley Jansen off the mound in Los Angeles. 322 saves. He has a bad night, and, and they're booing him off the mound. Um, that felt like a big moment in the NL West race last night. Huge moment in the NL West race last night. And not to mention that, remember, the Dodgers are really banged up right now. They're pitching really, really, really banged up. And they needed that win, quite frankly, because like you just said, would have put them tied in first place. And for a team that is as banged up as they are, they could use that just for the moral support at this point, because that was a tough, tough beat. But yeah, watching Kenley Jansen get booed like that coming off the field as if he didn't save 350 games for the Dodgers over this past decade, not to mention that he's an all-star this year. That's how good he's been. Uh, Dodger fans need to chill out. Honestly, all fans need to chill out and yelling at their their teams. Listen, they're not going out there trying to lose. No, they're not. And, and look... And Jansen's been great this year. It's not like he's in the middle of a bad year. Especially he's an all-star this year. But Flores got him last night, and that race goes back and forth. They play again tonight, the fourth game of the series. They play three more next week in 
San Francisco. I, I think those teams may only have one series left the final two months of the year or one or two, but they've played most of their games now. At least they will through next week. So, and, and you know what, Cody, these, these games within the division, these, these are double. Like that was like a double loss last night for the Dodgers. Same thing for the Giants the night before. So a big one for the Giants in Major League Baseball last night. They have the first team to 60 wins and Cody, I keep looking at it in my um, in my app here. I had them over under. I took the over on the Giants at 75 wins. They're at 60. It's July 22nd. You're going to have it in three weeks. Three weeks, you're probably going to have this, especially the way they're playing against the Dodgers right now. Yeah, unfortunately, they're going to they make me wait till the season ends. I, I, won't, I won't get paid out until October 3rd, but I will have it in a couple of weeks. So baseball last night was a big one. And then, of course, we got a big celebration from Giannis Antetokounmpo after winning the title in spectacular fashion. And listen to this. Giannis, he Instagram-lived his uh, celebration trip to... This is a free promo right here, but it is what it is. Chick-fil-A! 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 So can I, can I have, please, a 50-piece Mac Minis? 50, exactly. Okay. Not 51. Then 49 chicken minis, yes, 50. And um, let me have a large drink, no ice, half Sprite, half lemonade. So he goes with the 50 chicken minis there, which obviously is uh, an ode to his 50-point game in game six to, to clinch the title. And then the, the half Sprite, half lemonade. Cody, we got to talk about that. But let me ask you, let's say uh, Cody Decker wins the NBA Finals or walk off in the World Series, something you dreamed of one day when you were a kid. What's the celebration meal? Like, what are you doing, uh, like, kind of like Giannis did? That very much depends on the city I'm in. However, I know gummy bears will be involved at some point because I am a huge, huge, huge gummy bear guy. Um, I'm pretty sure a Dr. Pepper will be involved because I don't drink a lot of soda. But I will say, when I do, it's going to be Dr. Pepper or some variation of Dr. Pepper. And most likely, if I'm in the Los Angeles area, I'm going to In-N-Out, and I'm getting like nine double-doubles. If I'm in Texas, I'm going to Whataburger. I'm getting a bunch of double-meat Whataburgers with cheese with no tomatoes. And if I'm in the East Coast, I'm probably eating nothing. Maybe some cheesecake, cheesesteak or something like that. Yeah, we don't have we don't have as many good things over here as, as you used. Like I've never been to In and Out. All I've heard is amazing things. I've you, never been. There. You've never been to In and Out, is what you just yeah. said out loud. So I, I to went me. to I went to California once when I was a kid. I went to a Dodgers game. I this was a actually the only time I was ever in California was 1997 or 98. But I watched uh, the Dodgers had just called up. I believe it was an 18 year old third baseman. His name was Adrian Beltre, and I was like, this guy's not even that much older than me. And he played for like 20 years. It was pretty amazing. But I, I never got to in and out. I never, I never been there. That's the only reason to go to California at this point. You go there to get in and out. You get on your flight. You go back home. That is the proper way to do Los Angeles now. Yeah, I guess pizza is our thing on the East Coast. We do have some pretty good pizza. Yeah, I, I, you know, I can, I can go for some good New York za. Yeah, pizza's good here. Um, I, I would say I, I'm, I'm with Giannis. Chick-fil-A is a good way to go. I, I'm a spicy guy, with, with but it's tough to have 50 spicy sandwiches. That's a lot. I'm a Popeyes guy. If I'm Ooh. going, if I'm going chicken nuggets, I'm not going Chick Fil A. I'm going Popeyes. I'm getting, I'm getting some good old fashioned chicken strips with sweet heat. And you better believe I'm munching down at least one of those spicy chicken sandwiches because those things, they're they're dynamic. Yeah. 
They are. They 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 are they are dynamics the right word for it. Quickly, what do we think about his drink order? That causes some headlines here. Half Sprite, half lemonade. I've never thought about that. It sounds delicious. It sounds like a new version of the Arnold Palmer that I really yes. do want to try. It sounds actually quite quite tasty. But like a again, carbon, a carbonated Arnold Palmer in a way almost. Yeah, but if you what about you? What's your go-to drink if you're just going to go to like if you're celebrating? Say, say it's your wedding night, and for whatever reason, you're driving through, and you guys decide you're going to have go through a drive-through for whatever reason. What do you get it? Lemonade is is my thing. I'm a lemonade guy. Lemonade. Lemonade. Yeah, that's so I'm not boring. A, I'm, not, I'm not a soda guy. I, I just I, but but I do like Sprite. I, I used to drink Sprite often. All right, so we got Giannis. I love that Instagramming through a drive-through here. And how about this, Cody? It, it never college football never stays static. It's always changing here. Mike Leach, who never is, uh, I'd say, shy about expressing his opinion. Listen to what he wants now. Tell you what, I, uh, you know, Dr. Keenum, our president, is on that committee, so I know they're in good hands. And so I think that part's uh, outstanding. I think uh, 12 teams is a huge step in the right direction. Personally, would like to see 64, and you can format it out uh, pretty easily, you know. But I think it's a huge step in the right direction, and, uh, and I look forward to it. 64 teams? I mean, what are we doing here? Like, what is the point of college football's regular season if we're doing a 64-team NCAA? It's like a basketball bracket. Not only that, like, someone clearly just watched the College World Series and pulled the number of the exact amount of college baseball teams that make the playoffs. 64? How, How many years do we want the playoffs to last for NCAA? I mean, just think about how many weeks you'd have to have. You'd have to It'd have five insane. weeks, five or six At least. Weeks. I mean, it's not like baseball where you can play a three-game series day after day after right. day and you can play against different people. You have to have a week-long chance to recover, to you know, forget your next opponent. I mean, it's, it's unreasonable, completely unreasonable. You'd be adding three months to the season. Do I need? Do I really need to watch Alabama take on the 64th team in college football and win the game by 27 points? Like, wh- wh- why are you wasting everyone's time? I, I'm okay with expansion, Cody, of, of the college football playoff. I think it was inevitable. You know, we'll see how it looks when the, when it finally you know c- comes into play in a couple of years. But 64, it just feels like we're just throwing things at the wall now. Like expansion, let's go with everyone. Just put everyone in. Started in September. Every game's a playoff game. Small schools, you get one game a season. The, the thing that Mike Leach said that made no sense to me is, yeah, and you know, we could schedule that out quite easily. No, you can't. Go ahead, Mike Leach. Schedule it out. Go right ahead. We'll sit by and wait. You know what? Actually, let's just put Mike. Mike, you're you're done with coaching. You are now the coordinator of the college football playoff. <laughs> you, you schedule the whole thing out. So Mike Leach is off his rocker. But college football is always, Cody, um, whenever you think it's it's kind of settles down in terms of realignment and teams moving, it doesn't. Story came out yesterday. Texas and Oklahoma trying to get their way to the SEC. I'm at the point now, and we do this for a living. Like we talk about sports for a living and 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 sports gambling angles and on this show. Cody, I, if you ask me right now to write down every team in every conference, I'd get some wrong. And 10 years ago, I wouldn't have. Like I would have known where every school was in every conference, who they play. Like Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. They're, so they're gonna be playing LSU on a typical Saturday. It's I, we should be used to it, but it's like all right. I mean, I, what's the point of any other conference besides the SEC? 
you know what's even more amazing about that? It's it's the sports that they choose. Because when a team goes to like the SEC, it doesn't mean all the sports are going. There are certain sports that stay in the old conference. Like right now, like I'll give you an example. I was talking to a couple of guys about my time in the Pac-10, which is of course the Pac-12 now. And I sometimes forget which teams are even in that Pac-12 which drives me nuts because it's ever changing and ever growing. Oh, and one of the teams doesn't have a baseball team and another team doesn't have, but like the big West is a major baseball conference. I have no clue who's in it anymore. Not a clue. I thought Hawaii was in it, but then somebody said, no, they're in the mountain West, but no, they're back in the big West. It's just constantly ever changing. And every, every year, Texas to the sec, OU to the sec. What's the point of the NCAA at this point? I don't know. The The only thing I'll, I'll say on this from a, uh, that I thought about this morning is when I read these stories was so like right now on a, a typical Saturday, right? You wake up, you look, you look at your app, your sports book of choice, and, and you kind of go through it. There's a couple of good games, the big 10, you know, the pack 12, a lot in the sec. If this happens, Cody, we're going to be soon having the sec looking more and more like the NFL and every other conference, just, you don't even pay attention to like, because if you put all these good teams, in the sec, it's going to feel like parody. You're going to have most of the spreads in these games. It's going to be seven, eight point lines at, at most. It's going to feel like the NFL where, you know, mostly it's parody and it's actually interesting to bet on, but the other conferences, why would you even touch? Like you'd have one or two good teams and then the rest would just be terrible. It would make the SEC almost NFL like for betting. Basically the SEC would be the 64 team playoff yeah. that Mike Leach is suggesting because the, the, quite frankly, no PAC 12 school would go in there. No big West, no mountain West. There's a lot of good conferences and good and good teams out there that I feel like get lost in the shuffle just because the domination that has been portrayed by the SEC. I don't even think they're as dominant as they've been portrayed, but it's just what we're given every single Saturday. It is. And I mean, because they have NFL players, right? You want to watch them. They're, they're good players and they'd all be in the same conference. I'm not going to rule anything out here. Cody, while we're on the subject of college football quickly, I need, I need your take. We're about a month out from the start of the season. Chip Kelly, where are you, where are you on Chip? We share a common bond on Chip. You're a UCLA guy. I'm a Philadelphia guy. I watched Chip Kelly crash and burn here. Now he's crashing and burning at UCLA. Where are you? Where's the temperature on Chip out there? Uh, basically it's this, you saw him crash and burn. I saw him take a tow truck with that car that he crashed in and he's still trying to get that thing to run over it in Westwood. It's been terrible. Listen, it's, I'm not even an anti chip Kelly guy. I'm not at all. It's just more, listen, we tried it. I appreciate UCLA trying it. Didn't work. Move on. I quite, they never should have gotten rid of Jim Mora Jr. To, be, to begin with because Jim Mora Jr. was doing a hell of a job in that program. He had took them to the playoffs a couple of times. Oh, not sorry, not the actual college playoff, but more like the Pac-12 championship games. And then they let him go for Chip Kelly, and it's just been mediocrity ever since. It's, dude, it's brutal. It's brutal. I, I It's not that I hate him. It's mo- Okay, I hate him. I hate Chip Kelly. Go away! Yeah, you're speaking to someone who lived through it. And here's the thing with Chip Kelly. Cody, I'm, I'm sure you had a moment over the last couple of years. You think he's good, and then you have this moment, maybe it's during a game, or just uh, somehow you, it hits you. He's not. Right? Like I, I remember the moment when he was with the Eagles. I was like, this guy's not a good coach. Like, what are we doing here? Like, th- this the league is not afraid of him. They figured him out. It's over. We're going on a decade now where he hasn't been any good. I think about how good he was at Oregon, two, you know, 15 years ago. It's over now. The Chip Kelly thing is over. It ended in Philadelphia. It ended in San Francisco, and it's going to end poorly in UCLA. All right, we got a lot of football to talk about today as camps open. How about the Bucks, defending champions? Are we sleeping on them? Let's talk about every angle with the champs coming up. This is Beck QL Daily right here 
on the BetQL Network.